0: All right. Thank you for listening to or watching this special community discussion event for the Sparklet Token Proposal brought to you by the Upland Down Under podcast. A um, couple of short bits of script before we get going. Of course, by joining this recorded Zoom, you can send to p- participation being included in any uploads and productions put together from the recording, yada, yada, yada. And we've already heard a fair bit about this put out by the official Upland team, of course, and several of the UCN broadcasted broadcasters who hosted some of those discussions i'm very much interested in hearing what other people from the community think about it all and i said this to um happy mfi last night i said this certainly hasn't been set up as a platform for myself to gab off with my own half-baked theories and biased opinions although that will undoubtedly be a large part of it of course um what else we got to say oh if you do stick around to the end we'll get do some giveaways uh, if you are listening or watching the recording and you post a comment or a question about it in the YouTube, you'll go in the running for an additional 10,000 upex prize in next week's Upland down under podcast. So with all that being said, we're probably probably just going to go through the um, we'll just run through the what's been outlined in the white paper in chrono- chronological order and attempt to unpack it all. Um, and like I just said before we got recording, if you've got anything to jump in and say, please do so. So, yes, first of all, it, now, this it's an interesting question. Somebody mentioned, is this the big September confidentiality, you know, thing that was supposed to be put out there? Um, I did ask the question in the broadcaster's channel. I haven't got an answer yet. I would assume so. Uh, I don't know. Or is there something else even bigger coming? I don't know. This this has to be it, surely. Yeah, it's
1: got to be. There's nothing at this point, too. They're all, it's the weekend. Nobody's working. They're
0: not announcing anything. Yeah. It's so, interesting. So, yeah. Upland put this out, of course. Sparklet, white paper community review, working to make Spark tradable on Ethereum. Um, This is what I saw at whatever AM it was when I first um, got wind of this was all happening. And when I read the headline, my initial reaction was, (laughs) what are they doing? Um, I don't know. Initial reactions when you read the headline? What were you thinking? I kind of was like, what?
1: Just, they're just looking to dump some, you know, cash grab kind of thing. Like <clears throat> when I looked into it first, though, I and I actually started reading about it. I actually I got pretty excited, you know, and I, I thought that uh, this could be a real turning point.
0: I mean, you know, what about you? Um, angry Ursius says in chat, saying very worried initially, still kind of am um, swally. What were your thoughts? You're on mute, bro.
2: Yep. Yeah, my initial thought was holy crap, this is gonna drop Spark by eighty percent in value straight off the bat, which is sort of in line with the rest of the crypto world. That was my first initial thought. So I'm thinking I currently own about fifteen thousand dollars worth of Spark and I'm like, Okay, that might be worth two or three thousand now. But yeah. I'm still still got my mind open, trying to learn as much as I can about it. I still don't have my head around it yet. Yeah, um, that... Oh sorry, finish yeah. the No, I was I was just gonna say like I'm like I can see there's an upside to it, but they need to create demand and I just don't see that they're doing that at the moment. Well, there are
0: hmm. a few bits and pieces in the white paper that hint to that demand that may be on the way. That's assuming they all, you know, they go through with what they said they're going to do.
2: In terms of vehicles and, and stuff like that, yeah.
0: Yeah, so we'll have to wait and see. But, yeah, you're dead right. Um, I, I thought it was strange. Ethereum... Why Ethereum? You know, there's other blockchains out there. Wax would have been the obvious one, considering it's a side chain of EOS and Upland is on EOS. They already have a kind of relationship with Wax. Um, Any thoughts on that particular,
2: on that chain choice? 100% with you on that one. Like, Why the cost of Ethereum when you can even, um, uh, sorry, Matic or... um one of those arbitrums or something like that would be a hell of a lot cheaper. So yeah. yeah, wax obviously would be the obvious choice. Maybe. Yeah. I've got nothing on that one.
1: You know, I, I actually think it's a good choice. um, Cause Ethereum is so mainstream. Yes. You know, and I mean, it, it's kind of one of the reasons I think Upland has not been in the spotlight so much, <laughs> you know, and, and getting it onto Ethereum, I think is going to be, you know, that, that makes it an ERC 20 token that opens it up to, you know, really, you know, people that are in the crypto world and, and then you you'll get those people that'll come in and just kind of hopefully see exactly what we saw when we all first started.
0: Yep. Absolutely. Now, um, I mentioned before we got kicked off that there was a, an additional AMA that was run for the UCN broadcasters this morning. I believe that's going to be shared at some stage. Uh, one of the things that was brought up in that is the discussion about this and, the, you know, they are open to the possibility of going on to Polygon or whatever in the future. It's just, you know, it's one of those wait and see things. Um Yeah, I I think you did right there. Like I'm especially, I'm one of the squeaky wheels that have been whining for a long time. Where's all the mainstream news and attention for Upland? You know, where is? why is there no articles being made about Upland? And one of the things that we've always speculated on as being a large reason of that is because, you know, there's no Ethereum tie-in with the heavily established Ethereum NFT kind of, you know, base or whatnot. So... And because it wasn't specifically tied to a cryptocurrency. Well, here we've got all of that happening at once. So hopefully this is the catalyst that kind of gets a lot more news articles and whatnot um, put out about it. I did have a quick clickety-clack before to see if there was any articles put out since this was all released. Um, I wasn't able to find anything as of yet, but I would spec- would suspect that, you know, over the coming weeks that that's got to start getting out there at some stage. So hopefully that generates a lot of interest and whatnot. We'll have to wait and see. So, yeah, I, I think as a general vibe, a lot of people shared that kind of sentiment. That the initial reaction was all, what are we in for here? But then the more that um, you read into it, and especially as we've, like I said, we've heard people talk about it now for, you know, for a few, few hours and whatnot, a couple of nights more. And we've been able to get some different opinions and thoughts on it. Um, there's no getting around the fact that once you do go on to the official crypto space, you're in for a hell of a ride. Um, I did – let me just turn my phone off because it's getting pinged like crazy, driving me nuts. I did go through and have a look at what are some of the other blockchain metaverse pro- projects out there. Um, and this is very interesting charts to look at. This is Axie Infinity. Um, <laughs> And if you listen on the Spotify, we've got a very low initial price and then just massive pump, massive dump, and then a very long choppy tail. Um, same for the Sandbox, pretty much the exact same kind of trajectory, very similar to Decentraland, Manor, um, ApeCoin, the NFT project, of course. That came out with a very high initial price, but then followed the kind of same pattern, big massive dump, long slow tail, Um, Of course, you have to take all of this with a big grain of salt because we are in an extended bear market in the wider crypto space, um, which can be seen in Bitcoin as well. This is BTC chart. Obviously, Bitcoin's way older than all of those, but, you know, very similar pattern styles there. Ethereum, same kind of thing. Big, massive pump. Big, massive dump. Uh, Polygon, just for shits and giggles, I thought I'd have a look at that. A couple of different spikes there. And one more I did was EOS. Very similar. So... I know there's there's mention within the um, the white paper which we'll get into about kind of doing a few things to try and mitigate that, but there's no real getting around that <laughs> a large percentage of where this is all headed is out of the hands of you know anybody associated with the platform, whether that be Dirk, Dan, you know you just put it in the hand of speculators, so any thoughts on that as well, like tying in heavily with the existing crypto space?
2: Scared, excited. What do you think? I am. I'm probably more scared. A little bit um, curious, I guess, to see how it does go. And I I guess my initial reaction was, if Sparks sold for four hundred and sixty dollars by Upland, it's never going to get higher than that on the open market. But obviously, that's not the case. They're going to adjust their price accordingly, albeit slightly under what the market's saying. Mm. So that's always going to, I guess, keep the price down a little bit um, from that sense. But I don't know, I'm optimistic, but I I think there's just another spanner in the works long term for me. Like I just assumed that I could never sell my Spark, so renting was my only option. And now I'm like, do I need to like sell my Spark now at the peak of the market and buy back in at the bottom of the market and focus those sort of things now? Like that's another spanner or something that you need to think about. It may or may not be good. I don't know. I have to try and figure it out. Yes, absolutely. Grizzly said in chat, "Will
0: Sparklet that is loss in lost wallets going to be counted as burned?" That's one way to think of it, I suppose. Um, there's some, there's an in, some interesting facts that come to light that we'll touch on in a minute. That's kind of somewhat related to that that we'll dive into. And angry said, "Those are some good comparisons. I don't know that the price worries me. I don't plan to convert out my Spark." Yeah, I'm. I'm in the exact same position where, as somebody who's very who's learned to be very cautious in the crypto space, I'll be watching this with very close interest. I can't imagine I'll be actively engaged with this myself. Um, I may, depending of course, depending on what, um, on you know where this all ends up. Like, where are we going to buy this? Is it going to be you know some of the mainstream ones? Is it going to be an ex- obscure exchange? And Lily's saying no. Good to see you in, really. Uh, I just don't know. I'm not going to KYC into a new exchange and go through that process. And, you know, I'm very tax cautious when it comes to these sort of things. So, but if it's on a favorable exchange that's well established, I may consider dollar cost averaging in um, and just taking a very small punt and just seeing how it goes. But as far as big, massive buy ins or cash outs, here, yeah, I won't be doing that personally anytime soon least says she's excited that it will change the market, but I'm keeping all mine anyway. Yeah, same. All mine's tied up in manufacturing anyways. Uh, Well, that's kind of the beauty of
1: it is it's not just uh, token on an exchange.
0: Hmm.
1: You know, you actually need it to do something in the game, you know. And, And so, I mean, even if the price goes down, you know, at least you can build while the prices are down. And that also gives you an opportunity to maybe even accumulate more spark. Like one thing we wouldn't have to wait for spark week ever again, right? Like we could just go right onto the exchange, buy the spark and bring it right into
0: the game. It's a good point. Um, That's kind of uh, angry. made that in chat too. My concerns are in what other changes will be made. Danny was talking about upland adjusting the spark hours required for builds manufacturing yeah, so that that's part of what we'll get into about. Um, obviously, if the sparklet price tanks, then if you were somebody who needs spark, then you'd go and gobble all that up and get it in cheap compared to the for sale price. They have made mention that that could be adjusted, so they have to they have to play with that somehow. But I, it's one of those things where once that horse is out of the gate, are <laughs> you going to be able to control it? Once you're once you're talking about putting it in the hands like um. Happy said before we got kicked out, once it's in the hands of big market, you know, makers and shakers, who knows where we could go. Um, I imagine Swally Woods um, also have that fear. Angry's followed up and said the biggest fear is them removing or reducing the spark rewards from standard hunting. That would destroy my plans. Yep. They were talking about Spark Week being adjusted to level up and Purchasing intervals, yeah. It seems that like that whole system is very much in a state of flux and whatnot. So we'll have to wait and see. Uh, sparklet white paper Reddit discussion. So yeah, if you're going go on over to Reddit, there's a lot going on there at the moment with discussions. I believe there's some prizes associated with that as well. I think it was they were going to do some kind of was it twenty thousand or twenty five thousand for ten people? Don't quote me on that, but I believe there was something tied up in there with giveaways. So get on over there and have your say. That's apparently the place to, if you've got any feedback about it, that's the main place to do it. From what I've seen on general, they're kind of sending everybody to that space. The link to that will be in the description, of course. Community Town Hall, uh, this is interesting. We're gonna, they're going to be hosting a Community Town Hall prior to the start of the community vote. Don't have l- very long to go because the vote is Monday, October 9th. So they're going to have to do that sometime through the week. Um town halls i personally i don't get up at 2am for these town halls and just as a bit of a personal very much personal opinion wine they tend to be very fluff based it tends to be just a going over stuff you've already heard but never know you might get some snippets there that might sway your vote either way um if you do have a question of course make sure you get on over there and answer it. whether that be through reddit or if you can take part in that. And then, yes, the big community votes. Um, I would imagine it's going to be as simple as a vote yes or vote no. I have to wait and see. All right. So that brings us over to the actual white paper thingery, table of contents. Like I said, we'll run through this pretty much however it's, it's set out. And like I said, if you've got something you want to jump out and say, just let me know. So this white paper is a draft that has been shared with the Upland community. All statements and numbers are subject to change, of course, prior to the final release of the white paper. Upland, one of the world's most widely adopted Web3 metaverse platforms, is making its foundational utility token Spark tradable outside of the Upland platform via a token tradable event to TTE. Okay, yes, blah, blah, blah. Some information about that. So, yes, in the scope of the TTE, Spark will be mirrored by a new ERC20 token named Sparklet. With each sparklet being equivalent to one thousandth of a spark. Yes, all makes sense. Uh blah 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 blah. Pretty well. I think we're all on the same page with that. About upland and the need for spark. Now this is very interesting. Um these numbers came up in an article I covered on one of the podcast shows, it might have been two or three weeks ago. And was that was that you and I were talking about that swally, and we couldn't get our heads around the number? Like says yeah, here, right. yeah, today, Upland is one of the most widely used Web3 platforms with 3 million registered accounts, an average of 30,000 daily active players, but this is a kicker, close to 300,000 unique landowners. So there's 3 million accounts, but of those, only 300,000 have purchased a property. Does that blow your mind? It certainly blew my mind, and it certainly blew Russell Enby's mind this morning, which kind of... Started a whole chat that uh, we got involved in before I headed off to the beach this morning. So Russell's made a tweet here. We have over 3 million registered accounts and a little bit less than 300,000 landowners in Upland. So 10% of the registered users in Upland actually own one property. And he goes on to say, that's scary. I, at I mean, the time- is it though? Like, like 10% is,
1: it sounds like a smaller number. Yep. But when you really think about it, I mean, three hundred thousand—like, where's you know Sandbox at? Where's Decentraland? We're ten x what they have combined. Yeah, and you that's,
0: know, that's...
1: It's, it's it's crazy, you know that, that it's it's. and people just don't understand sometimes numbers because in this world we live in, there's eight billion people, right? You know.
0: Yep. Yeah, and that's part of what um, initially I thought it must have been like something wrong with the numbers did do they mean there's three hundred thousand owners and 3 million properties but um i asked it well i tweeted and i pinged x1 and say can you provide an answer clarification and he's pretty much just said what you've said there upland's actually doing really well considering um the wider you know gaming space if you talk about retention the industry standard is about two percent and you know obviously the stats say that upland is way higher than that um But, yeah, it still seems strange to me, and, you know, I went on with a bit of a rant here too. It's So there's been 270,000 people have gone to the trouble to download the game. They get free Apex, yet they haven't minted or bought a property?
1: Yeah, well, you know, it could be. So you got how many multis have been out there, you know, and then all the people that came in as visitors and never actually became uplanders. Mm, That's a good point, yep. I think that could be it, you know. But I, I honestly think Upland needs to stay away from that huge number, you know, and stick to, stick to more facts like X1 put out. You know, if they said, "Hey, look, we have a ten percent retention rate," and they don't talk about it the other way, you're not going to get such negative feedback, you know, because you start touting th- mil- three million, and we have thirty thousand you know, daily users or 25,000 daily users even,
0: you, you don't sound like you're doing that great, right? Yeah, it sounds weird. Like, yeah, that, that's what I mean. There's there's 270,000, the vast majority of the people who've downloaded the game, they get free UPEX. So you get your 4,000 to 6,000 UPEX and they didn't take that step to buy or mint a property. So as I kind of alluded to this a bit earlier in the chat, Um Lily mentioned, like, well, somebody mentioned being locked up in the system. Well, if you've got 2,700,000 accounts that have received up to 5,000 UPEX each, that's tens of billions of UPEX just sitting there gathering dust. That's kind of mind blowing to think of. Well,
1: they can't be actual accounts, though, right? Like, there's because there's not that many unique active wallets.
0: Well, that's what they're saying. That's what they're saying, though,
1: and that's why I'm saying they need to stay away from that number. <laughs> like, yeah. just get rid of it. You, if they just said, "Hey, we have three hundred thousand landowners," that's where, boom, leave it there. Don't, don't make yourself sound bigger than you really are. You know?
0: Yeah, but then again, if if that if that number is that what they're spruking to partners and that that they have ten percent retention, meanwhile the industry standard's two percent, that looks pretty bloody good. So yeah. That- I don't know. I guess it's however you want to spin it.
1: Well, and we're not in those conference rooms where they're discussing this stuff, you know, with the VCs and everything who are, who may actually, those metrics may blow them away, right? Yeah. You know, and, and here we are. It's kind of like we are saying, you know, when we chatted last, like, uh, you know, it's like we all have these expectations and when Upland doesn't live up to our expectations, it's, you know, fucked up. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's why I like um Lily's perspective. She always, well, what do you say, Lily? I, ca- I can't begin to, comp, you know, think what they know, so you just go with the flow, something along with that. Sorry if I'm taking it out of com- context.
3: Yeah, we don't know what's in their brains. We can't imagine what they're thinking, and we're just playing a game and just go with the flow, and you'll never stress out about anything.
0: <laughs> but Yes. um. Well, this this big announcement is a clear example of that. Like, I don't think this was on anybody's radar. No, way I think that they were going to go, you know, to dive in with the established crypto base. I don't think anybody was speculating on this. So,
3: No, because they always told us that Spark will never be tradable. Um, they, so this is they, a big turnaround.
0: Did they say that about Spark? I know they've said that about UPX.
3: No, I'm sure they've said that about Spark, that we will never be able to trade Spark. So mm. to do this big turnaround and it's a big turnaround is um it's still keeping what they said because I think technically they said in game yep. it would never be tradable in game. So that's kind of to out, but you know, they reserve the right to change their minds on everything. So of course.
0: yeah. I think um one other kind of major macro perspective too is that If you are engaged in any other Web3, you know, game investment platform, however you view Upland, um, compare that to every other project you're involved in or game you play. Are they putting out white papers ahead of time to get people on board to get their feedback? Are they invested in the community and putting the stuff out there? Or do you just suddenly get a new update in the game and it's like, okay, now you have this? So. I think that's very much a massive feather and a credit to the team for being willing to put all that stuff out there as well.
3: Yeah, Yeah, I don't play anything else. It's just um, Upland and Second Life for me.
0: (laughs) All right, so let's go back to the the platform or the white paper. So it goes on to say about a bunch of stuff. Yes, we do know that... um, upx is one dollar for a thousand it's not traded on exchanges blah 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 blah. Um, uplands transformed into a layer one metaverse yes i think um all of this makes sense all of the, the uh community is pretty much up to speed with we know where Upland wants to head all of this sort of stuff's been brewing for a while so i don't think there's anything particularly there that stands out Um, spark utility and demand okay so this is where it starts to get interesting ecosystem participants in the open economy including upland players upland entrepreneurs and creators third-party developers and brand partners all require spark for a variety of functions upland players of course we need spark to build and coming in 2024 players will also use spark to charge their virtual machines as a means of travel. So that's good. That's something the community's been hanging out for. There's also been speculation about, you know, like a, I know back in the day, people were buying up all of the gas stations. I don't know what city release that was. There was all this speculation. Well, I'm going to have my Spark gas meta venture on this one that has a gas station tag on it. Um, who knows? Is that going to be a meta venture? Is it going to be, you have to do that through an official exchange? I have to wait and see. But I think ultimately that's good. There's no real timeline on there, and one of the questions that came up today in the AM, AMA with the broadcasters was, "What's the, what are the rates going to be like on this? Like, how much spark? Because there was some concern raised about the the whole legit burning, uh, which we'll get into. Like, okay, so if I'm somebody who has five spark and I want to create a legit package, and I, I know I have to burn." that spark that I use, well, how am I, I'm not going to burn four of me spark if I've only got five. So all of that's still yet to, to play out. Um, those kind of numbers, having been part of the outdoor decor better, a lot of those numbers get changed around as the whole thing gets established. So I'd imagine we're going to have some baseline numbers for that, even with the um, the vehicles at some stage, but it's not going to be set in stone for quite a while. Um but it's interesting. We're talking about we need more. We need more reason to have spark. Well, there's one of them straight off the bat, right there. You're gonna to have to have spark to get around in your car. And you know, um, happy. When I chatted with Happy in the discussion, he was what, what was a Lake Tahoe. If they're gonna release Lake Tahoe, yeah,
1: yeah, Lake Tahoe.
0: <laughs> so you're gonna to have to have a car to get there.
1: And you'd have to, you could you could only get there. I mean, like. I guess you could drive from anywhere in the game, essentially, as long as you're in the United States. You know, but like typically you like Tahoe is like where people from San Francisco and the Bay Area go to vacation a lot. And they, you know, they have the ski resorts there and it's it's a really beautiful place. I, I really I'm really hoping that they
0: do open that up one day but it's a good it's probably a good example as as we said when we're chatting and we do know that the the cars have passenger mechanics built into them so that's a whole different thing to be able to play out. to all of the um the economies associated with that's going to be quite interesting to see all that play out hopefully in 2024 as they say um of course upland entrepreneurs and creators require spark to build shops factories and showrooms to facilitate their meta ventures, um that serves primary, specialized primary secondary market shops. Yada yada yada. Nothing new there. Um, third-party developers, we know that dev shops with the with all of that stuff and the Spark Exchange, of course, we know that. Partners and brands. There was a question that came up too in today. It was, I think, more cheese might ask this one. There's something about um. We know now, like the, the NFLPA and UNICEF or whoever, Stock Car Pro, obviously, we don't know the details of the contracts that they have, but it appears that they get airdropped, a, in some cases, a crap ton of Spark. So I believe the question was something along the lines of, because now Spark is, or Sparklet, is going to be put on an exchange, uh, these partners are going to have to buy that in, um, the answer was pretty much, you know, that that's on a case-by-case basis associated with the, with the contract. So I don't think there's anything out of the ordinary as far as that goes. Um, just have to wait and see on that one. Not much there for me. Existing spark utility in Upland spark can either be staked uh, or coming spent depending on the use case. Now... There's no mention, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's no mention in any of this document about third party staking coming on board with factories and this, that, and the other thing. Um, it's a bit disappointing personally to see that. I know there's a, a lot of people that want to get involved in the manufacturing process, yet they don't have enough spark, even the minimum spark, to apply for some of these UGC things. I believe it's five or even if you have five Spark, if you're somebody who's got five Spark and running a mass map asset factory, you can't do a lot with five Spark. Um, You you just can't. You really can't. Um, Whether whether that gets improved in the future, like Lily said, they're going to be adjusting, potentially adjusting the Spark hour requirements for all of that. We'll have to wait and see. Um, So for me, that was one thing that was a bit disappointing. Uh, But we know that, yeah, Spark hours are a thing, um uh, blah, 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 nothing there. Construction and well-burning, spark a mistake towards construction. And, yes, third party is a part of that, we know. Um Would love to, as somebody who's billing a lily tower right now in the financial district, I'd love for the spark owls on that to get to reduced because I think I'm at some stupid amount of time to get that built. Mm. So, would love to see that come down.
3: I can't complain about that because mine was a gift. <laughs> well, that's, ah,
0: nicely done. Mm. All right, and yes, manufacturing Spark can be staked towards the manufacturing of map asset NFTs, as we said. But currently, you have to use your own Spark to to do that. Even if you're in partnerships or whatever with um, artists or whatever, it's whoever owns the factory. It's on them to put the Spark in. Renting Spark, Spark holders in Upland may rent Spark out to other stakeholders via the the UDN Pro Spark Exchange. Um, by all accounts, there's another one of those coming on board relatively soon, hopefully. Um, so it, it does seem that they're going to move completely away from having any official Spark exchange themselves. So, again, not much not much out of the blue there. And next page, Spark statistics since launch. Spark holders and usage. As of today, there are over 130,000 players in Upland who hold Spark. So what well, they say, there's 300,000... No, 3 million accounts, 300,000 people who've actually bought a property of those, less than half have any Spark at all. Um 30, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yes, yes. 30,000 active daily users. Um, spark usage in Upland has been constantly growing as more players get access to the token, blah, blah, blah. That's an interesting graph. Another interesting graph that you can't really escape is the one on DAP radar. Of the historical activity for Upland, um, if you're listening on Spotify, this follows a very similar pattern to all of those um, blockchain ones we looked at. Very low to start with, and then a, a pump, and then you know it kind of bleeds off. Um, that's for unique active wallets, volumes, and daily transactions. It's pretty much the same kind of chart, just different scales. Um, if we go just to transactions, I might highlight that a bit. Um, as as I said, we we are definitely in a bear market, um, I personally believe this is pretty much very heavily tied to that. Happy and I discussed that when we chatted how um, I think it, Upland is like a second step away from the traditional market. So if the traditional markets are booming, people look where else they can invest their money. They may look to crypto and this, that, and the other thing. If crypto is then doing well, then they look to other projects and Upland has typically or historically been one of those. So I don't think there's anything out of the ordinary with this. Um, It just kind of is what it is. And then, of course, yeah, when you're talking about Spark holders, well, old mate Abdullah is the number one holder, of course. 1,122 Spark. Holy moly, that's, that's a hell of a number. And then, of course, we've got FIFA World Cup with big bags, Upland Bureau, which is Upland, MB Motors, and then it goes all the way down. Expedia, is that, is that an actual player, 122 Spark? I think it is, isn't it? Yeah, a couple of nods, I can see. That's impressive. And then, yeah. He's,
2: yep, he's so a treasure so. hunter that does about 300, up to about 300 chests a day. So, that's a right. lot of hours. That's, wow.
0: All right. And then, of course, we get down. Where where do we go for the top 100? So the top 100, you need 27 Spark to be in the top 100, which is pretty crazy. So, yes, but that that tails off very, very rapidly. So um, it will be interesting to see how how the Sparklet pipeline is going to play around with all of this. There's so many different market mechanics that can be at play, like we kind of discussed at the start. If there's... You talk about things like arbitrage. If there's an arbitrage opportunity in there to get your sparklet cheaper or I don't know, it's so interesting. Um, I'm just trying to catch up on chat. Angry said, it would be interesting if there was a mechanic to stake sparklet with another player within Ethereum if just holding staking spark and the chain gave you access to in-game spark. Cool. That'd be cool. All right, where we at? Let me go back here. So yeah, that that's kind of interesting. Um, one hundred thirty thousand users, users Spark. Spark usage may be growing, but the Spark demand has definitely been plateauing off. We have seen they haven't run Spark weeks now for a while. There's like um said at the start, there's people just hanging out to upgrade, but that may be a thing of the past. Um, so the demand has definitely decreased, even though the the um holders of it has increased. About Spark Roadmap. Upland is working to increase the utility of Spark within the metaverse economy. Hallelujah. Different mechanics for Spark's spending and stake, including but are not limited to the following developments, energising, transportation, and racing. Spark will be used to charge any inanimate object that requires energy. Vehicles, for example, are used in Upland as a means of transportation. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I like the idea of transport transportation i guess in this context it probably means passenger transportation but as somebody who's just utterly burnt out with moving decor map assets like i'm looking at the factory this morning samurai aquatics factory is just filling up and i just look at it and i was like oh i just can't even stomach the thought of sitting there and moving all those little bastards i'd love to be able to pay spark or apex or something to automate that process so yes please now, this is the big one. This got a lot of eyebrows roused and a lot of questions were asked about this. So Legit's NFT creation. Spark will be required to be spent to create any legit class NFT. NFTs. Legit's are 3D NFTs that are meant to be for use in internal spaces, e.g. homes, venues, etc. In upland or in second layer applications by third parties that are connected to the upland ecosystem, Legits can also be made into wearables currently used with the interoperable avatars of Ready Playmate. Yes. Now, there's a, a whole lot to pack, unpack here. So, internal spaces in homes. That sounds very good to me. Um, Cheese asked this question, and it was confirmed that yes, Legits at some stage are going to be able to be displayed in your internal home structure so i think um swally and i talked about that way back back in the day for the very first halloween event there was already that process in place so hopefully that gets visited on on you know sooner rather than later um now this might be it's not where i must be further down So enhancing manufacturing capabilities, certain asset classes in Upland will require Spark to be staked in order to create more advanced versions. This is cool. For example, car creators and manufacturers will have default capabilities for the cars. They are able to manufacture in the factories, Um, staking Spark for R and D purposes will enable them to manufacture better cars. This was, we've known about this for a while, that this was coming, not much new there. Um, this was, this was the main one for me. This is something that I've been whining about, complaining about for a very long time. But it's very interesting the angle they've taken here. So, players who own properties in Upland enjoy Upex earnings that may be amplified by completing property collections. Yes. In the future, new mechanics may be introduced where players need to meet certain property development thresholds in order to realise the full potential of these earnings. So very interesting we've been saying well come on up land if we go to all the trouble to build these things we've staked our spark can we get some kind of kickback make it some reason to have a building and here it is right here but interesting that they've only mentioned it in in as far as it relates to collection properties any thoughts opinions concerns on that
3: i have a lot of blue collections
0: (laughs) so you might have a hell of a lot of building to do
1: i was just going to say it it says to activate the collection so i mean would that be you know maybe it would kind of be like a purple um like a standard or higher you know and then like maybe even you know depending on the um the rarity or whatever the the status of the collection you'd have to build a certain type of building
0: yeah it's interesting um Angry said in chat, I read that as they will drop the passive earnings for undeveloped properties. Yeah, that's kind of how I read, I read it as well. So this would be a very a very simple justification for them to drop the property earnings and then say, well, if you want to get your property earnings back up, build on your collection properties. And my my
3: problem is that I'm saving all those properties for blueprint shops
0: yeah it's interesting. Um, so yeah imagine if this came into effect uh, you may have I don't know you may have a dozen properties within say a limited collection. Um, I would hope that developing those properties would boost that collection. I hope that doesn't mean that all of the other properties associated in that collection that you haven't activated don't lose their don't lose their boost the up extending potential i can't imagine that's the case i would think from reading that it's just a a bonus you're going to get some kind of kickback bonus if you have a collection property i oh sorry if you have a collection that's activated you get x amount if you then build on those properties um then you get x amount plus some un, unknown boost to it Um, angry said they could be talking about regular earnings too for properties not associated with collections yeah it's just interesting that they only mention collections they're amplified by completing property collections Hmm. i don't know i guess there's a few different ways that you could read that i know swali you're pretty quiet on that one any thoughts on that one
2: no my understanding and i don't have my head around this at all at this stage but from what you read there, is you need, let's like, say, for a collection three properties, but then you also need to put in, say, 10,000 Spark hours. That might be two two micro houses and a townhouse. I don't know. But it seems to me like you need to then also put those hours of Spark in on top of that to then qualify it to put it in a collection. Yep, possibly. Um, And you don't necessarily need to own the Spark to do that because obviously you can rent Spark. Yep.
0: So, it adds a whole different kind of economical aspect to it. You know, there's other, you know, there's Spark it's, exchanges out there. There's the UCC. Yeah.
2: It's a start. It's a. It's better than maybe we were a week ago. It's definitely a start. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: Now, it's very interesting what you mentioned there too. Like, so, you've got a rare collection. It's San Francisco Financial District rare collection. Um, That property gets you 20000 upex a month or whatever. Okay, you put a micro house on that. Maybe it gives you 22,000, but if you put a, an apartment on there, maybe it gives you 25,000. If you put a little tower on there, that requires a crap ton of spark hours, so maybe that boosts it further. So it'll be very interesting to see if they're going to kind of stagger it or make it a way that you can, you can work to upgrade your own collections within the, the spark economy.
2: I mean, I might be way off base here, but to me, that sounds too complicated. I think it'll be a simple yes or no. Do you meet the criteria? Yes, well then you have the collection. End up with a two point nine boost. No, well then you don't get it. Mm. So, and I think like a red collection would probably needs something like twenty, thirty thousand spark hours. Mm. Although if the properties are too small, I don't know. It's a very complicated question, but to me, you'd have to either meet the criteria or you don't. I don't think there's going to be levels to it.
0: Yeah, well, it might be one of those things where we come up with a minimum viable product, and then it might get tweaked later on. Maybe have to wait and see. All right, any other thoughts on that? All good. Developer APIs Upland will introduce the ability for developers to ask their users to spend or stake Spark within their offerings through the Upland Developer APIs. So that's pretty cool. So maybe you're invest, you know, you're playing around with some of these layer two projects and they're going to potentially have some kind of spark element to that as well. I think that's pretty cool. Have to wait and see. Future utility, spark will forever remain the key resource for all inanimate objects and tasks that require energy inputs, blah, 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 blah. Okay, nothing, that's just all fluff there. Now we do know that the whole protum, totem, stem thing is coming out. Are we gonna have stemlet? We've got sparklet. Are we going to have stemlet as well for our living things?
2: That question was asked to Danny, and uh, was it? I think the sh- yeah, and I think I the short that. answer was at this stage not at not in the scope. But obviously, who knows what the future is? To mm-hmm. me, it's almost a no-brainer. But they will see how this goes first, and then you know learn from it before they tackle stem. I would I would say so. Probably twelve months right. away at very earliest.
3: Yep. Yeah, I'd call it a branch. Nice. Yeah.
0: Yeah. All right. And that brings us on the tokenomics investing schedule. This is where it starts getting kind of juicy. So sparklet and spark. A sparklet effectively equals 1,000th of one spark. Yes, we all know that. Blah, blah, blah. Token supply. A total and finite supply of 1 billion sparklet tokens will be issued on Ethereum. These tokens will be mirrored by the 1 million spark that will be minted in Upland. Um, so they're, it's interesting that they've said finite supplies there. Yet there is talk, of course, that this is only—it's all possibly to be adjusted at some point in time in the future, depending on the needs and demand and whatnot. However, the, the amount of sparklet will always be—you know—relatively to what's ever there in the spark economy so that all makes sense sparklet in circulation spark in circulation is de- defined as the total amount of liquid sparklet owned by ethereum accounts plus the total amount of sparklet in escrow, both hot and cold on the ethereum bridge okay if um i wonder how wonder how if you're if you're somebody who's come into upland without that crypto background And yet, suddenly, all these terms have been thrown around. I wonder if that kind of gets you scratching your head a bit. You know, when you talk about hot and cold wallets and bridges and the and whatnot, that's pretty common terminology for the crypto heads.
3: I don't think so. I think any player who's been in and spent more than three months in the Discord can figure that out.
0: They've got in, yeah, via osmosis, perhaps.
3: Yeah, well, I came in and I had never touched a wallet
0: in my life. Oh, there you go. Living proof. All right. Sparklet accounts investing schedules, Upland treasury. Upland will have Sparklet tokens vested in this account to be used for the purpose of supporting the continued maintenance, operations, and growth of the Upland platform, as well as blah, 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 blah. Okay incentives and rewards upland may use tokens from the incentives and awards allocation to encourage engagement and participation among upland players so giveaways prizes yada yada yada. these can be activities but not limited to consecutive sign-in bonuses cool level ups well there you go they did mention it live events competitions missions treasure hunts Upland may tweak and update the mechanisms and value for incentives and awards at any time to comply with its goal of maintaining a stable overall economy. Yeah, that all kind of makes sense. Um, Token grants for adopting communities, games, platforms, and brands. Upland may use tokens from the ecosystem. We kind of mentioned that. Uh, Spark grants may be used to incentivize developers to use Spark staking in their products through Upland APIs. Yeah, we've seen all this with the existing Spark economy. Like I said, the NFLPA gets a certain amount of Spark allocation based on whatever their contract details are, Jackie, Cy, all of this. um, They have to then manufacture those, um, map assets, NFTs, whatever it may be using the Spark they're allocated. So nothing kind of jumping out there. Advisors and supporters... Upland may use tokens from the advisors and supporters allocation to incentivize partners, such as entities that provide marketing and market making services, entities such as centralized exchanges for their listing services and other advisors and supporters. In the case where vested tokens are not utilized for advisory purposes, 12 months after vesting, Upland may roll over the tokens to its treasury allocation. So that's interesting. Um any concerns about that? We know that the current user base has all of the, the Spark. Um, we pretty much hold all of it. What is it? 6% of the current, the total available we're holding or something like that? There's any concerns about so much other Spark being out there in the wider space that may or may not get used?
1: Well, I think, you know, the whole market maker um, aspect of it is, you know, that that's what scares me the most, because that's what is going to tie it and and basically make it look just like every other crypto out there, because the market basically is all going to go up and down at the same time. So you can almost just expect it to roll with the crypto cycles, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. I mean, that's you can see astronomical growth. I, I think that's one thing not everybody is even talking about is the growth that we could see from this, you yeah. know?
0: Yeah, it's it's all tied in, isn't it? Like, we, we want the word to get out there, seeing that it's going to be tied into the crypto space on Ethereum. That's, that will inevitably happen. You know, once this hits an exchange, that's, you know, that creates its own kind of um, interest demand, this, that, and the other thing. Um, that will inevitably roll over into a you know a higher user base hopefully a good percentage of those um, go on to be active users that contribute positively positively to the community have to wait and see anybody else want to chime in there any concerns about that I think it's pretty standard for most, if you're talking about any sort of crypto project that has a coin out there, it's pretty standard for them to reserve a certain amount of the supply for these kind of things. So I don't think there's anything out of the ordinary there. Existing upland owners, these are Spark tokens that are already owned by the existing players. Yes, yes, yes. Those tokens will be considered as already uploaded to Upland. Yes, we know about that. Liquidity, Sparklet in this account will be used for liquidity purposes by market makers to support the trading of Sparklet tokens. Yeah, Um, There's some numbers there that you can unpack for the distribution. As I said, that's all pretty kind of standard stuff. But yeah, it's maybe a bit concerning to see. Where was it? Uh, Was there an existing existing upland owners. Currently we hold you know, pretty much 100% of the supply or a fair amount of it. No worries, Lily, thank you. And now we're gonna drop down to, <laughs> to very low percentages. So that's interesting. Um, vesting schedule. So this is, I have to read this three or four times to get my own head around this. Sustainable vesting schedule. So before I gab off, what was your takes on this? Anybody have any two cents I want to throw in on this? This is where I think it's it's one of those things where they're letting the horse out of the gate as far as going onto the the official crypto space. And this is kind of one of the aspects where they're going to, I don't know, not damage control. That's not the right word, but it kind of is, you know, kind of – What's angry said? I think the part saying they won't go backwards after reaching certain gates was interesting. Yeah, it's. I mean, they have to have some flexibility built into the system. Um, So I guess this is a way to do it i'm not going to try and second guess dirk or anything because like i said i didn't really understand this took me a few reads just to get my head around the basics of it so yeah the growth mechanics are interesting the yardstick for growth will be the average count of daily active wallets within the upland ecosystem assessed over monthly intervals so basically they're going to keep an eye on you know how much is how much of the current supply is being used do they need more supply and this and the other thing but you know there's no going back, as Angry said, and that goes in with investing milestones as well. So I don't know. Happy was, you know, you're somebody with a crypto background. Was any of that concerning to you?
1: You know, I mean, not so much. It, it more than anything, it tells me that they have a vision for the future. Yeah, you know, I mean, they're they're, they're looking out thirty years. I mean, that's you know in the crypto world bitcoin's only been around for 15 years right like yeah i mean that's that's double the life of crypto so i I mean it it tells me that you know they're they're in it for the long haul they're not looking to just you know a year from now two years from now get their money and bounce
0: yeah well kind of following on from that point they've even got a point in here about that so the authority responsible for the potential contraction of the vesting schedules when growth milestones are hit will be delegated to an independent third party e.g a legal trust so that's kind of interesting as well
1: and i got multi-signers on that too yeah. you know which is meaning everybody's got to basically agree to you know pull their put their you know turn the turn, uh, put the key phrase in Absolutely. To access it, right? Like a dead man switch almost.
0: Three, two, one, go. Yeah. Absolutely. And then it goes on to say, managing accumulated spent Spark. Now, this is one of the things that kind of got people going too. Spark that is spent inside of Upland, e.g. for the purposes of creating legit NFTs, will be transferred to and accumulated in a dedicated account. So there has been some chatter about, well, hang on a minute. People that create uh, map assets or, you know, any of the current user-generated content, we're not burning our spark. Like if you if you put up a building, you're not burning the spark. You get that back once the manufacturing or the construction process is finished. Why then is this being put in for legit NFTs? Um, I guess I forget who I was talking to her about it. We were talking about this as like we knew that ugc legits were on the way but how were they going to do that and might have been lily i was talking to about it um you know we know for like structure ornaments for for example we have the crate system well were we we going to have tiny little packs of nft legits (laughs) on your your property or something we we were kind of speculating how they're going to do that obviously there has to be some kind of legit manufacturing process there has you don't get anything for free um people need to also take into consideration that if you're somebody who wants to put a series of nfts together on wax or somewhere else that's not free you you got to spend a crap ton of wax you got to stake a crap ton of wax to get that out there and get that whole process so there's there's no free lunches here so um when it comes to UGC, the current UGC content, that has been, well, yeah, if, if, you want to manuf- if you want to be a manufacturer, you've got to have more than five spark and you're going to have to invest in either buying that spark or in the hours to grind it out with treasure hunting. Um, so this is, will be the same case with the legit NFTs, but there's an extra step where that, that spark that you've used will be burnt. Um, that's very interesting.
1: So is that for, like, map assets as well, or it's just the legits? Like, you'll yeah. still be able to manufacture map assets and everything and get your spark back, right? Yeah, just the legits at this stage. I mean, yeah. and that actually is pretty interesting because, you know, say a company from outside wants to come in and create their own legits, you know, or their own, like, collectible. Like, Nike wanted to come into the game. And, you, you know, if, if you buy a pair of Nikes in the real world, now you get the Nike legit in the game. And that yep. would force them to have to buy Spark
0: to create all of those NFTs. Yes, absolutely. Um Angry said in chat to me this was the good idea fairy, probably got put up on the whiteboard. Someone was thinking about the popularity for burning crypto and wanted to bring that into upland somehow. Now I have used the terminology burning there, but I don't believe that's the case. It will be transferred to and accumulated in a dedicated account. In a period cadence that will be determined in the future, the upland team will work with the community to form a proposal and recommendation about what should be done with the accumulated spark. Yeah. So there is a potential that it could be burnt or it might be given away or some other thing or a mix thereof. So, yeah, it's it's not 100% in stone that all of that will be burnt. So something to take in mind. Yeah, but I, I do know that that... A lot of people were like, hang on a minute, why if I want to create legits, why do I have to burn my spark? But yeah, that's that's kind of that's almost a a well established established mechanic in the wider NFT space, although that's that's not really burning though, is it? You're you're essentially just locking it up in staking almost. If you like I said, if you want to do a wax NFT series or something. So it's interesting. Updating tokenomic parameters in the future. This white paper serves as a foundational document. Blah, 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 blah. So I don't think there's much there. Implementation bridging from Ethereum to uploading to upland, uploading Sparklet. Sparklet may be uploaded from Ethereum to upland in the denomination, yes, we know that, of 1000 Sparklet, convert to one Spark. The following requirements need to be met for an upland player to upload Sparklet. So you have. If you're somebody that has purchased Sparklet on an exchange and you want to get it into Upland, you have to be a status of Uplander or above, can't be a visitor. You have to have a Metamask wallet connected to your account. Um, that's where I think a lot of people who may be not very confident with the whole crypto space, there's a whole bunch of Tech support emails waiting to happen there with wrecked accounts and whatnot. So yeah, if you are if you are heading into that whole space for the very first time, uh, make sure you get out there and do a whole bunch of research. Have a good chat to chat GPT. You know what do I have to do? What are the security concerns yeah. with playing with MetaMask? Because there's a lot there's a lot of very hard lessons that can potentially be learned there. Um, there's no going back. And of course, the player must be in good standing. You can't be in Alcatraz makes sense. During the upload process a player will initiate the upload through the upland platform with a connected metamask or other wallet the player will then be responsible for signing the transfer. yet all of this is very common if you've done anything with ICOs or token transfers or you know swaps and this that and the other thing um, that's very pretty standard stuff um angry said i'm not smart on crypto is there a risk of people consolidating spark from their multis don't know if the fees make that smart um yes although i guess that depends if you're somebody who had multiple metamask wallet accounts and say one of these exchanges was doing some kind of campaign some kind of giveaway yeah There is the potential there that somebody could have multiple accounts and get a whole bunch of sparklet through that process. They could very easily transfer that to a single account. It is blockchain. It's very easy to do within the exchange and then send it off. Possible. I was thinking of exporting from Upland accounts and consolidating it as sparklets. Um, Yes, but it's very difficult. We'll get onto that in a minute, I think. Uh, completed action, upload action includes the transfer of the uploaded sparklet to a scroll and the transfer of the equivalent number of spark from the mirroring account to the upland player's account. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yeah. And there's no escaping the the fees associated, associated with that, the gas fees of that. Um, Going to be very interesting to see how that all plays out. We do know that the Ethereum bridge for block explorers has been opened to open sea, but the fees on that make it extraordinary. There's been very little... Um, market moves there. I'm um, happy you're all over the block explorer market. Have you played around with that yourself? OpenS2?
1: No, I, you know, I thought about it and, and I was kind of like, what's the point, you know, you're, you're going out the open sea. I don't even think it shows like a mint number when you, uh, when you actually put it out there, it, you know, it doesn't really like it's, there's nothing appealing about it when you put it on open sea, at least in upland, it's got a little bit more value. You can use it as a race car driver you know i mean it, it there's minimal utility with it whereas open i mean it's basically just you know uh like just a pixel is all you're getting <laughs> i mean i yes. guess can you move it back into upland because that's the thing that i'm not too sure of
0: yes i believe you can yep well i don't know that it's going to pick up the same I'm not 100% sure on that. Yeah, you're right in that if you have a, say, a mint one of five block explorer and then you take that out, it gets mirrored, but all of those stats don't transfer over as far as I'm aware. And then if you bring that in, does it reinstate that? That's something I I don't know on that one.
1: Yeah, and I I don't know if they've even really gone that far with it. Mm -hmm. Um, I I know some people who have put them out there, you know, and um, it's, they don't sound very happy about it, you yeah. know? So I, I kind of stayed away from it and, you know, it's like, I mean, I maybe in the future, you know, that's another thing that, you know, with this being on an exchange, Upland gets more recognition, yep. then, you know, then it'll make more sense. Then people will might want to have that broader market. But I mean, right now being able to sell them in Upland is hard
0: enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, currently paying, $20 in gas fees for a $5 blocky is don't make much sense. Yeah, absolutely. No, not at all. You know, and that's where the market's at basically. Yes. All right. So the flip side of that, of course, is bridging from Upland to Ethereum. Spark may be reclaimed from Upland back to Ethereum in the form of Sparklet. The following requirements need to be met for an Upland player to reclaim their Spark. So this is if you have a Spark balance in Upland and you essentially want to cash out basically. So again, the player has to have the status of Upland or above, have to be KYC'd, can't be in Alcatraz, have to have a MetaMask wallet. Now, this is where it gets very interesting. Any spark that was earned or purchased in Upland, the amount of spark being reclaimed must be less than or equal to the amount of spark that has been staked in Upland for a minimum of 720 spark hours each in the three months previous to the past 30 days at the time of reclaim. So you can't... This is where it kind of gets into that whole trying to avoid arbitrage or probably any skullduggery as far as it goes with multi-accounts in Upland. Um, Yeah, you you can't buy – say the sparklet price was way up. There's a big pump. In the sparklet price and they do a sale in Upland, you buy one spark for $460 or whatever it is, you can't then just immediately take it out of the ecosystem and sell it for $500 worth of sparklet. That ain't going to fly because there is a holding period. Um, it's a little bit similar to the holding period that's in place for if you want to do um, UPEX transfers, you need to hold that UPEX in your certain, in your account for a certain amount of days before you can be Boy, you can send that three months is a hell of a long time though yeah you know i mean that's going to turn that could turn
1: a lot of people off who are coming from crypto into upland you know like so hopefully that's all explained very very clear to anybody who's looking to actually come into the game that look you're you're basically bringing this in to use it you're not going to really be making any money unless you're renting it in the game
0: Yep and they have the the feature in there where you can't just you can't just have the spark in there and just think okay well I'll set my I'll set my Google calendar and in 3 months then I'll cash it out because you have to have put in a minimum of 720 spark hours for each spark. So yeah.
1: So you're basically playing the game. Right? Yeah, you're yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I th- I think that's a very Although the numbers kind of scary, the three month, the whole system. If you're somebody who is in the game and you're actively engaged in the game, it's not really gonna be much of an issue. So I I think this is a very good addition. Yeah, it's
1: really smart of them to do something like this. Like I you know, I kind of feel they've they've really kind of covered a lot of of the areas that would be really questionable, right?
0: Yeah. Yeah, they've kind of thought ahead to all of the um, potential pitfalls or whatnot. And Laban agrees. Thanks for jumping in, LeBan. Um, Swali, what do you think? You're somebody who has working on a very hefty spark balance.
2: Again, I'm still just trying to get my head around everything. The two concerns I have at the moment, and I'm probably not even justifying having this, is don't a lot of smaller cap crypto just get manipulated a lot? And what's going to stop that from happening? Um, if that does happen, I don't know. But... Um yeah, that's basically that's my concern there. So yeah, I'm it, not sure.
0: The small caps can be, yep, absolutely. And um the concern was about multi accounters. So we do know that multi accounting mm-hmm. is rife within Upland, especially as it relates to spark yeah. treasure hunting and this, that and the other thing. So um there doesn't appear that Like you can't transfer your Spark balance, you can't filter that into one main account within Upland. You can with properties, you can with UPEX, you can't gonna be able to do that with Spark. So if you're a multi-accounter who has ten different accounts and you're grinding Spark, you're gonna have to have ten separate KYC accounts, ten separate MetaMask MetaMask accounts. So I think that pretty much it's pretty much you know, it's gonna negate all of that as far as the cash out pipeline so I, th- I think ultimately that's a good thing and then it's interesting to note here it says player has sufficient apex to pay for gas fees associated associated with the reclaim so yeah so on the way out if you're going from in upland taking a spark out you're gonna have to pay gas fees in upx um how's that going to be calculated i imagine that's going to have to be calculated to the ethereum gas fees in some respect don't know how they're going to manage that well
1: on Upland. You got to figure they would do one thousand to one
0: dollar, right? Just strike straight-
1: up that's how much upix is. Period, they would never say it was different.
0: Um, if Spark was going to stay at the standard sale price, maybe, but
2: it's not, so don't know. And I don't believe that's the ratio they're using for Kaboom either.
1: Well, no, they're only giving Kaboom, like, two to one. And yeah. I don't know what, like, isn't there a thing now they've they've said, like, if um, somebody who has uh, a dev shop gets up to, like, 20 million
0: upix, they'll yeah. cash them out, right? Well, that was mentioned for the official partners. Of course, the community took that on board, and I was one of the, the people who took that on board and was like, hell, yeah, well, I'm going to save up 20 million up's. Um, but that's never, as to my knowledge, that's never been put out there that that's, that's going to be an official thing for actual community members. It is for partners like Jackie Sy as an example, um, which makes sense. Um, but specifically for community members, yeah, I, I don't believe that's been confirmed. I hope so okay. because that would be nice to work towards. So I don't have to buy and sell properties to get out that usd but yeah have to wait and see and then of course yeah the same information there for reclaim all right bridging and operator account transfer cooldown within the bridge implementation in both directions there will be a 48-hour cooldown for transfer execution even though the bridges follow the tightest security protocols and are subject to public audits this serves as a final layer of defense where any potential vulnerability may be discovered and its implications prevented in due time. Does this mean it's it's also an avenue to save people from themselves? Like if you make a boo-boo and, you know, you put down the wrong Ethereum address? Is that what this means? Sounds like that's what it means. Um, it it kind of does. Yeah, but, but I mean, if- then
1: again, how do they know if you put in the wrong Ethereum address if it's an actual address, right?
0: Well, I, I don't think it'd be an automated thing. I think it'd be like property scalping, where you click the button, and as soon as you click the button, you think, "Oh crap!" And then there'll be a some kind of avenue where you can, you know, put a ticket in and say, "Hey, I messed this up. Can you help me fix it up or something?" Um, I'm reading that into it uh, for the crypto people. Any sort of transfer has to sit there for forty eight hours that's that's not really gonna fly, is it
1: so they they when they're bringing it in it's going to take them forty eight hours to get it onto into
0: upland both directions it says right okay, yeah um angry said inadvertently saves them from themselves read to me like they want to slow things down in in case somebody finds a loophole yeah that they've put that there as a security protocol so you know obviously with something like this the hackers for one of a bit of a term they're going to be looking for any way to exploit um issues here i wonder if this is a temporary thing doesn't say that there so yeah
2: so. if you look at spark like in game as state spark i guess it's not uncommon for a, for crypto to be staked to have a lockup period some as long as months seven days whatever so i, I think two days is probably fair enough if it offers more security than it's not like we're going to be in and out every day so if you know it ahead of time and you're planning to get out and the market's sort of picking up i, I think it's fair enough
0: yeah yep that's a good point so, yeah, that's definitely interesting. So it does seem that there is going to be a layer of protection there, both for Upland themselves and for the community. So, as I said, with at least a significant section of the community perhaps not being super confident with the whole crypto side of things, it's probably a very good thing. Migration of the existing Spark contract for the sake of enabling, pardon me, the proposed bridging mechanism Upland will migrate the existing EOS-based Spark contract to an updated EOS-based smart contract yes 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 all right that's pretty cool token sales and distribution up and here we go up until now spark has only been sold to uplanders inside of upland following the launch of sparklet there will be two methods of sale through sparklet exchanges um centralized decentralized exchanges yes that will not exceed two percent of the global Sparklet trading volume okay inside upland upland me may sell spark inside of upland at the current market price as made public through exchanges that trade sparklet so early on we looked at that's the kind of trajectory for many of the crypto projects what goes up must come down so if the sparklet price was to absolutely tank then potentially they're they're saying there that they're going to reduce the Spark price as well to match, to mitigate that kind of arbitrage opportunity.
2: Um,
0: As somebody who spent at least a few thousand on Spark, that's interesting. Um, That's one of those things. I mean, if you see the price going down, do you think, holy crap, all my money's gone to waste, or do you think, yippee, now's the time to go and buy some more, nice and cheap? Yes, guess it depends on your perspective and what you're actually setting out to do. Furthermore, I, up- yep, sorry, go ahead.
2: So I, was say, I think you're 100% right there. But that is a concern if you spend all this money. Luckily for me, I only spent time, not money. Yeah. But I think it's in Upland's interest to not let that happen. So I, to me, they, they obviously, that's probably one of their biggest incomes, is to sell the spark. So the more they get that price up, the more they're going to make. So to create that spark utility, I think it's going to be more important to them as well as us now. Yes, of course, not financial advice, do your
0: own research. And we have seen a campaign, a very active campaign by the community managers since all information has come to light. There is no speculating on prices within the upland general. They're just deleting those um, to stay within the regulatory requirements. I, I think... I just think there's no escaping that we're going to have a pump and then we're going to have a dump. Uh, whether the dump gets us back to the original kind of price, who knows. Um, whether it continues to drop, who knows. We're just going to have to wait and see. Um, yeah, it's it's interesting that that's, that's put in there anyway. For, yeah. Furthermore, Upland Inc. may offer certain amounts of spark that may carry a discount compared to market price. Where discounted tokens are required to be staked for prolonged periods of time before they may be claimed back to Ethereum. Yes. So there may be some kind of campaign or something that they do giveaways within Upland that the Spark price that you can buy within the game is going to be lower than the Sparklet equivalent. That's kind of interesting. And one of the things that did get discussed in the AMA was this this whole next this next section here. So, um, what do they say? Thirty days and seven hundred and twenty hours. You have to hold that for. Well, if if you get your if you buy your spark at a discounted rate, then that holding period is going to ebb and flow with with that as well. So that's not something that's fixed in stone so if you get your spark that's 50% discount well maybe you have to hold it for 60 days I know, i'm just pulling those figures out of my ass but you know you get what i mean that's it's, it's going to be a flowing kind of evolving thing The um, band said they haven't had a Spark Week in a long time, probably because they've worked on this. Yeah, I agree. And since the release of this is long in the future, do you think they will hold on with a new Spark Week till this exchange is released? Um, I don't know. It's interesting. I would assume so. Um, yeah, I would. Spark weeks. Well, they did say they're going to sell it, but probably. Well, this probably won't happen until the vote goes ahead. Put it that way. Um. So, yeah, maybe end of October we might have one. Um, Or I just feel sorry for all those poor people that have been waiting for months now to level up to get that little extra bonus bit of spark. Um, It would be nice if Upland come out and made some mention of that to to give people some hope or even just to say to them, look, we're not doing that anymore. Please go ahead and level up now. You know, just being in limbo sucks.
1: On Cheese's show earlier, Danny uh, Brownwolf actually addressed that, and she did say that they they do want to work on putting an actual schedule out ahead of time so that everybody knows. I mean, and technically, we already have had that, right? Like, we have the community calendar. They could, they could put it on there or just say, you know, at least, at the very least, no Spark Week this month if you're not going to have it.
0: That's been my gripe for the very longest time. They put these things out, and then – Community says, Hey, what about XYZ? And then, you know, two, three weeks later, then you get some extra bonus information. Yeah, we that all that kind of stuff should be front loaded, really. I mean, it doesn't take much to say, you know, there's not going to be another spark week for you know the next two months or something,
1: um, right? And then nobody cares after that, right? Yeah. <laughs> like-
0: yes, just throw us a little bone every now and then, it goes a very long way um rewards players will have the opportunity to win spark in mini games competitions and other events other ways to obtain spark will be through various incentive schemes such as the currently established daily sign up bonus okay mini games okay hopefully that's more than treasure hunting competitions other events so they're, they're already doing that now not much really to add on there um we're nearly at the end there. Keeping the upland economy protected, having spark tradable in the form of sparklet may bring macro macroeconomic effects that need to be considered. Do you think? For example, in a favourable macroeconomic environment, sparklet market prices may fluctuate up, making it less accessible for uplanders. For that reason, Upland Inc. maintains the authority to tweak spark-related economic parameters within the Upland in reaction. To the macroeconomic conditions such as but not limited to the amount of spark hours required for the construction of particular structures the amount of spark hours required for manufacturing of map assets amount of spark required to create legits the amount of spark hours to required to change a particular vehicle yeah okay so they're going to try to stay in tune with the you know the macroeconomic markets what goes up goes down Yada 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 bull runs, bear runs, they're going to try. Ultimately, I think oh, you're chasing the horse that's out of the gate there, I think.
2: Um I don't know. Thoughts, concerns on that? It's almost like they're trying to put a dollar value on building an apartment block, doesn't it? Rather a bit. than just a spark hour.
0: Yeah, yep. Well that's that's what it will inevitably come down to because once we have a once sparklets tradable on the exchanges, there's just there's an arbitrage opportunity there. Um if there's a way to take advantage of that, if you are a manufacturer, um, or if you are somebody that's looking to get more spark for cheaper or cash out, um yeah, this is this would appear to be their avenue again, another avenue to try and mitigate that arbitrage situation. Um, because yeah, if the sparklet price tanks and you still have to spend thirty thousand spark hours to build something, you're going to be like, well, what the hell? Doesn't make any sense. So they have to do something. Um, how often is that going to be? Oh, here we go. With sufficient data available, and me. Upland may create a monthly rule according to which it will adjust the parameters, e.g. when the sparklet market price is altered by more than 20% in a given month, either direction, those parameters may be adjusted in the subsequent month. 20% is pretty bloody generous. That's pretty good. I'll take 20% arbitrage any day.
2: That's, that.
1: That's crazy arbitrage.
0: <laughs> yeah. But then they can't make it too low because then they'll be changing things all over the place. So. I don't know. It's just so interesting. It's just gonna add so many other dynamics to the whole situation. So and one thing that's not mentioned in here, um, of course, because they probably wouldn't, but it'd be in the terms of service is the tax implications. Once you get tied to the official crypto exchanges and yeah, you're buying trading crypto, you're if you buy if you buy um, Sparklet at a certain price and then you're converting that into Spark within Upland, that is a crypto-to-crypto trade. That will trigger a capital gains or loss event in there somewhere. Um, I've gone about this ad nauseum as far as you know, being very careful of what you do as far as tax implications. Um, this is... Going to ten x my concerns for that, so yeah, be very very careful. There may be a twenty percent arbitrage opportunity there, but you <laughs> you may pay for it dearly in the long run. So
1: right, forty percent tax on top of that, right?
0: Yeah, because it's, it's the same in the U.S., isn't it? Um, in Australia, if I buy Bitcoin, I have to hold that for twelve months minimum. Otherwise, I just get taxed to holy moly.
1: Yeah yeah no, it's yeah. capital gains but here in the states i think crypto to crypto transfers are non-taxable oh no that's that's not true no no cuz well i'm i'm lucky then because they i've never
0: <laughs> never did, played did, that did, yeah well this is that's what the australian tax department sent me down the down the creek without a paddle. That's what they told me directly when I spoke to them on the phone. I gave them all these scenarios, like if I buy this at a certain price and I trade it for this, 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 and this, and the guy that I spoke to um, who was apparently their crypto expert, he kept saying over and over again, the only thing you have to worry about is USD out. So I traded for two years Thousands upon thousands of trades, crypto-to-crypto trades, and then yada, 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 a couple of years later, find out that what he told me is all BS every single trade, whether it be crypto-to-crypto, is a taxable event.
1: Oh, man. And then they came back and hit you with a fat
0: bill, huh? Well, it's all still yet to play out. That's why I'm very, very cautious now. If if I do anything now, it's dollar-cost average in, and it sits there for the full 12 months, and it's all accounted for. So, yeah.
1: Yeah. It, and I mean, as long as you have everything sit for a year um, yep. and it, even like, I think here in the States, the longer it goes, you pay a little less. Uh, I think, it you know, it gets down to like around 20 something percent. Yep. Or so. And then, you know, you're
0: you're OK on that. Yeah, it drops significantly like it's a massive, massive change. So,
1: yeah, because otherwise, yeah, it's 35, 40 percent. And then that's on top of any fees.
0: Uh, you know yes yep so yeah it's again like and that that's another thing too you've said fees there yeah 20 percent arbitrage opportunity might sound great but then there's gas fees there's tax implications that all gets chewed up pretty damn quick um, angry said with this it's supposed to be integrated into layer two through apis yep i'll have to wait and see on that and that pretty much brings us Almost to the end. Although there is some interesting bits in here. Legal compliance and disclaimers. Upland may be subject to the laws of multiple jurisdictions and exercises best efforts to maintain compliance with all applicable laws. Yeah, so they can't go and give any tax advice because every country has different tax implications. Um, They can't say you have to do this because it's not going to be the same everywhere. Um, Yeah, that's the big one that they're on about... uh, securities regulation with digital assets. So that's why they're saying there can be no um, price speculation whatsoever in Upland general. They're just deleting it. Um, today, Spark has never been sold to financial investors as any form of investment or declared as such from its inception. Its primary focus has been pr- to provide utility to players of their Upland platforms. Yeah, so Spark has never been put out there as an investment. UPX is not as an investment. It's just a in-game currency. But that's kind of all the changing there was something
1: else you know that almost becomes a gray line right because spark itself isn't is a utility but sparklet yep is it but is just a mirrored asset traded on the
0: exchange yep and as a kind of insight too like most of the exchanges run on USD equivalents. Upland, of course, does run on a USD equivalent. But if you're an Australian or a Canadian or a Kiwi or whoever, wherever you are, if you are doing Sparklet, if you're doing a Sparklet to Spark exchange, as I said, that it, that will be a capital gains or capital loss taxable event. Um, you will have to work out whatever the equivalent. Australian dollar, that is, the US, you know, whatever your local currency is, that all has to play in it as well. So, and that goes with the fees that you pay on the the gas fees that you pay. Um, so, yeah, it's it's not a simple process by any stretch of the imagination. There, there are a bunch of tools that you can use to help with that, but um, for any real use of those, it requires money as well. So, just be careful what you do um what else was there our mission is to build the largest digital open economy enabling the listed of sparklet on exchanges as part of upland's efforts to advance its path of progression progressive decentralization before the listing spark was sold at a fixed price of 460 dollars per one spark by allowing users to convert spark to sparklet and listing it on exchanges the price for sparks and sparklet will start to fluctuate yes 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 With the approval of this white paper through the community vote, the community recognises this consequence. Yeah. So, yes, be very careful what you wish for. If you're all about the yes vote, um, yeah, it's – I don't think it's a case of if. I think it's a case of when that – I don't know. Well,
1: nothing just goes up. In a straight line period you know and then, then a lot of times the farther it does go up in a straight line the harder it's going to crash
0: yeah it's it's i know this has been made mention a few times around the place like the um uh kind of reference to icos this is a bit like an ico although the token distribution isn't like an ico um Sparklet's gonna come out of the gate at a certain price. I'm sure Upland's gonna work with the market makers to try and get that initial price to start off at the as as close to that equivalent as they can. So what's what are you gonna divide by a hundred? So four dollars sixty, would that be right? Is that my math? No, it's divided by a thousand, isn't it? Forty six like cents. Like forty-two cents,
1: forty-six cents.
0: Yeah. So and that that's pretty common to see. With ICOs, when they come out, they have a certain price that the ICO was sold at. Um, It comes out the gate at that. Typically, there's a pump. So I would not be surprised to see um, the price go up. But then, of course, what goes up is going to come down. Um, Where that levels off, who knows? That's that's the game you're agreeing to play if you do the yes on the vote and it goes through. So...
1: Well, and kind of like we were saying, though, with only 6% of Spark being in our possession as the, you know, the VCs, so to speak, or the the initial investors, mm. I don't know how much of an effect we can have selling. It's going to be the market makers that could really be the ones that sell. And I mean, almost every single, you know, like ICO or IPO that I've been a part of, you're, you're right, you'll get a, you'll typically get a good pump. But I mean, it almost always sells off so fast, you yep. know, and then you'll get your price discovery and yep. it, you'll kind of go through a lull for quite some time. And then you're, you're either going to stay stuck in that lull because nobody cares or you will, you know, hopefully gain relevance, get back to your initial price and essentially get even higher as yep. long as you have a good product.
0: Yeah, that's the point, and that—that's the trouble. It's that—that's why it's not a, a super fair comparison because um, I could probably, I probably got involved in maybe twenty ICOs. I could probably count on one hand the ones that are still around. Um, Engine, Utrust, trust? Um, there's a few different ones that are still around and still going, but there's most of them fade off and die where uplands are completely different with it's an established metaverse platform. It has an established community. Um, yeah. It's, it's just a completely different thing. So, but I know this is the point where a lot of people who have been all about um, UPX is not tradable on exchanges. That's why upland is the best. Um, this is the point where they go, hang on a minute. This is why I'm voting no, because with, with the yes vote you're saying okay i understand that you know the the future of all of this is kind of i'm putting it right out of my hands and i think what you say there as far as you know with us only holding six percent of the supply that's it's really out of our hands so.
1: right right we don't have the ability to go and dump the market no you know but how much is going to be given to the exchanges to play with is yet to be determined you know yeah. and they're, they're going to be the ones that more than likely are going to need to make some money and they're going to sell, right? Because that's the only way you can make money. Yes. So make sales.
0: Yep, absolutely. Um, the community also recognized that certain changes in the internal use of Spark may be executed by Upland with the objective of keeping the Upland economy stable by allowing Spark to fulfill its core function of being an affordable utility token in the metaverse. So, yeah, that the... the they're going to adjust the Spark hours and this, that and the other thing which they've covered. Um, Spark tokens and by extension, Spark to- Sparklet tokens are designed to be used on the platform and its ecosystem and not for speculative purposes. Yes, yes, yes. Every ICO that I've been a part of, they had some kind of use case for their token. Um, it, it wasn't... You, you were buying the token to use in the platform, but everybody knows that that's not what you were doing. So... <laughs> right. It's all yeah, speculation. So it's- yeah so I think for the existing community yeah that that's fully fully on board for the crypto folks that are going to get on board that's it's inevitable that the vast majority of those are going to at least start off as speculators what we're hoping is that they you know they look into things a bit further and yeah like you said um oh shit we can actually use this token and there is benefits to using it and then they become you know unique active wallets um positive uh, community members and this, that, and the other thing. So, yes, blah, 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 blah. Our plan has no obligation to maintain or otherwise consider the price of the tokens when deciding on Spark Hour requirements. Yeah, okay. Blah, 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 blah. All disclaimers, yes. It is the responsibility of each individual entity or organisation considered involvement with our plan to comply with all the applicable laws, regulations, legal requirements. Yes, 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 we know all that. All right. So, that's pretty much the end of that um token shall not be here all right so that pretty much covers all of that so yeah like i said there's a lot to unpack there there's a lot to go with um make sure if you if you do have any other questions or concerns um feedback to offer get on over to the reddit page there's some really good um inputs posted in. it. i know is it hanzilla he posted a really good long one um sorry heavily bills so there's really good stuff in there that was interesting when i I was kind of preparing for this i kind of had a quick read through as well so check that on out any other thoughts suggestions opinions are you willing to put what your vote is going to be out there i am definitely going to be voting yes on this one um for nothing else other than i'm excited to see what kind of wild ride we go on Probably yes for Angry, just to see what
2: happens. Yeah. Um Lslack, I'm for sure yes. Yeah. I'm probably a yes. I think it's more exciting than it's not. It's super, super risky, but then without risk, there's no reward either. So I think that's the ultimate. Yeah, so I'm excited to see where it goes. So we were talking last week about what's this news going to be. Hope it's not disappointing. Well, I think they ticked that box. So I think the news is definitely not disappointing. Yeah. Um It's definitely very interesting i'm opti optimistically cautious is that the right word or yep yep, yep absolutely cautiously optimistic about it but yeah yep. it's um but i think the yes vote's gonna show it in i don't think there's going to be judging on the, that um other vote they did they the other proper one with the community pool i don't think there's i think it's yeah it's showing
0: yeah I would assume so as well. Grizzly says, I would say, yes, i mean, it for the long run. Either way it goes. Yeah, well, that that's a good point too. Um, If you're somebody that does have the long-term vision and, you know, you're somebody that has the stomach, you've got your diamond hands, so you're going to be willing to see it go up. You're going to be, see, you know, it's going to go down. It's going to do sideways chop. You're going to think that's the lowest price and you're going to wake up one morning and it's dropped another 20%. Um, you're going to tear your hair out and say, oh, my God. Um. You know, if you got the stomach for that long haul and if, if you've been in the crypto space for any period of time, you, you're probably, you probably well exercised and ready to tackle this head on. Yeah,
1: I'm definitely a yes. You know, I, I think it's nothing but going to give us better exposure to, you know, more crypto people that I think will find real value in Upland. They're, they're going to come in and be like, how have I not known about this? Or or participated, you know, because I feel like a lot of people really don't know about Upland, or you know, we we also maybe haven't been taken that seriously. And getting on an exchange really legitimizes us in the eyes of a lot of crypto bros.
0: Yep. Yeah, absolutely. That that's a big thing for me too. Is like I said, I'll, I've been banging on about where's the mainstream, you know, coverage of Upland. Well, here we go. This 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 has to be the catalyst. Um, yeah. Wait and see. I, I can't.
2: Guess. I can't see it getting on a mainstream exchange, though. I can see it obviously being on um the decentralized exchange, but not, yep. I can't say it being on Coinbase or Binance or something like that.
0: Well, they did mention both centralized and decentralized. I, yeah. Um, who knows? Like, um, I believe Happy said, you know, that they, they are in SF, so who knows? Who knows what their toys in? Who you know? who they know in the space, this, that, and the other thing. Um, for it to come straight out on Binance, I think that would be a stretch. Uh, Coinbase, I, yeah, that's like, that's never going to happen, I wouldn't think. Not initially. You know, uh, see,
1: I actually think they'd be perfect for Coinbase, especially if they can, you know, like somehow prove that they're not a security.
0: Because of the yeah, regulation I mean, aspect, yeah, they're so tied in with it. Man, that's maybe a good point.
1: And Coinbase does a great job of educating their their users about their cryptos.
0: Yep. I've earned plenty of free crypto doing those courses myself. Yep.
2: <laughs> yeah, coin, I, Coinbase would definitely be the one to get on if they could. But just to even see it on um, the CoinMarketCap or something like that, under the Metaverse tab would be amazing. Epic, eh? Yeah, absolutely. So yeah. Regardless I, of even if it is just a centralised exchange it gets on, It's just to see it there would be a massive first step.
0: Yeah, I'd imagine it'd be on like gate IO or somewhere like that as well. have to wait and see. Hopefully it's not one of those really wildly obscure ones. Uh, I know some of the ICO projects you got involved with in the day, some of those were very dodgy to get involved with, handing over your KYC details to.
2: Well, if this was a month ago, I probably would have said KuCoin might have been a good shot, but not with the recent <laughs> changes there, so... All right, we have to wait and see. Um, Finsky, I see you jumped in. Are you able
0: to chat? You've been swayed either way, if you want to put it out there? Voting yes, no? Um, what, what's that, for, for the no voters that you've seen, what's the general vibe? From what I've seen, it's the we don't want anything to do with um, having anything to do with this being tied to an official exchange. That's pretty much the only thing I've seen. Anything else in the radars for no's? If it ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. Don't know. Finsky might be asleep again. He's good at doing that. All right. Well, as I said, that pretty much wraps us up for this. Um, I was going to do a bunch of giveaways, so let's go ahead and do that. I can exit out of here. I'll close a few of these down. And hopefully get this up and running. So we had Swally was in, um, Lily jumped in, Angry, Grizz uh, Laban, Finn, and Elslack. Did I miss anybody? I don't believe so. I don't was I was trying to keep track of who was jumping in. Ben, yeah. All right. So I did commit, no matter how many people are going to jump into this, I did commit to giving away 50,000 apex, three Halloween signs, and a monument. So I'll run the wheel. How can I do this? Maybe I'll just copy and paste this. All right. What's that? That's three, four prizes. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Three, four, five, six, seven. All right. So we're going to bump it up just to make it easy. We'll do three 20,000 UPEX prizes. We'll do three of those. And we'll do one monument and three signs. So everybody gets a prize. All right. So this first one's going to be for 20,000 UPEX. Good luck, everybody. Let me get this down. Lily, congratulations. 20,000 apex for you. 20,000 for the next one. LeBan might have got it. Congratulations, LeBan. 20,000 on the way for you. One more 20,000. Elslack, congratulations, 20,000. um slack is that your in-game name? If it isn't, can you drop me a DM with what your in-game name is, please? Uh, the next one is going to be for a summer Aquatics uh, monument. There's not many of these out and about in the space, so this is a pretty good one. Let's see who's going to get this. Finski. Add another one to your collection, and then I don't have to spin the wheels for the last three, so you all get a Halloween sign. So that's Swally, Angry, and Grizz. All right. Thank you very much. Thanks for everybody that got involved, taking some time out of your day or your evening. I know there's a few of you. Did I not have happy in there? Oh, gosh. I'll add Happy to the 20K. How about that? 20,000 UPEX. Sorry, Happy. How did I miss that? Um, I'll add Happy to the 20,000 UPEX. Um, Finman is there. Thanks for jumping in, Finny. All right. And, of course, just to say, too, if you are somebody who's listening or watching along, if you have an upland NFT or Metaverse product service or event to promote or you're just somebody engaged in Web3 and you'd like to have a chat, opportunities are available for engagement in the upland down under news and current events podcast and or the new metaverse and beyond interview series podcast send me a dm on discord or drop a comment in the youtubes to discuss and secure your spots and don't forget if you're somebody that has listened along to this hopefully you did it at 2x speed um drop a comment in the youtube and you will go into the running for twenty thousand upex giveaway in next week's upland down under podcast Thank you very much, everybody, and best of luck with it all. And make sure, whatever your vote is, yes or no, make sure you at least get out there and vote and have your say. Leaders. This entertainment production is brought to you today by the Samurai Aquatics and Decor Metaventure. Scan that QR code or click that link in the description and dive yourself headfirst into the Samurai Aquatics Discord server to pleasure your peepers on our current and future range of outdoor decor.